Happier Work, Happier Life, episode 15, Thomas here from Happier with Carrie Sheck, VP of People and Culture at Cluck. Today we discuss the company culture at Cluck, what it's like working there, advice and tips for applicants and for those going into HR careers, and managing a work-life balance even before COVID-19. So if you're interested, tune in for this podcast. Thank you so much, Carrie, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Can you give a quick introduction about yourself? Sure, sure. Um, this is Carrie. Um, I'm the uh, VP of People and Culture at Clock. We are founded in 2014. We are going to celebrate our sixth anniversary. We are a world-leading travel and leisure activities platform, and we have a team of almost 2,000 travelers uh, across different locations. That's amazing. I'm also a travel lover myself. <laughs> um, how did you end up at Clock, actually? I find it as a, a rare opportunity for companies in Hong Kong who has like such an ambitious goal to go global. So I find it as a very brilliant um, platform. And at the same time, I do care about um, the culture of the organization which I'm going to join. And, and I guess like the culture is really from the leaders. They are the one to shape up the culture. They need to walk the talk. And when I... I still remember the days that I met uh, even Eric, who are our co-founders, and I also found them they are extremely like down to earth, mm. uh, having ambitious goals, and at the same time really empowering um, their people um, to unleash their potential and really uh, help the company to grow. So the biggest thing you were looking at when looking at different companies to join is really the company culture. Yeah, correct. And did you always know you wanted to be in the travel industry, or did it, that just happen? I think similar to a lot of our colleagues, um, we are all like travel lovers. <laughs> so um, uh -huh. I guess the passion is important, like whether you are very into such a product, believe in the mission, uh, which is we aim to bring the world closer by uh, making travel easy. Yeah. So um, and at the same time, I, I think like... Um, the fast-paced environment, like fast decision-making process, very agile team. Um, for this kind of setting, I found myself like could be performed better. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned you joined for the company culture. Yes. What exactly is Cloak company culture? Uh, at Cloak, we promote a growth and uh, ownership culture. So um, it applies across different levels. Mm -hmm. um, and also as a global tech company, empowering our people to make decisions, to learn from mistakes, to grab the uh, opportunities at the right time. Um, it is very critical uh, for us to disrupt the industry uh, so that we can move in fast ahead as mm -hmm. a market leaders. And at the same time, we are also promoting a uh, feedback and also recognition culture uh, as we're going so fast. Uh, this yeah. is also very important for us to celebrate our milestone, to recognize all the achievement so that we can move together as a company, um, regardless of the situation. Wow, definitely sounds like a tech startup. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> are. Um, you mentioned the values and ethics. Can you go more into that? Do they... How does it align with your personal values and ethics? Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, I think like the ownership spirit is something uh, very critical and also something in in the bottom of my heart as well. Because um, like everyone here is just like mini CEO, regardless of their seniority, etc. Mm -hmm. So uh, we make the right decision for the company, and we always like go above and beyond. And at the same time, we are very ambitious. We aim very high. And yeah. um, so we never settle for less. I, I guess that is um, 
uh, the spirit that I'm having in, in my own uh, journey. So what's the day-to-day life like in Cloak? Um, I mean, the office looks very fun and yes. interactive. What, yeah. what sort of activities go, go on here? Okay, sure. Um, we are having a very adventurous uh, journey here. So every day is not the same. Um, you nice. never know what to <laughs> expect. At the same time, you also don't know like what kind of new surprises await you. So, um, but that's all great. So because you are uh, exposed to a lot of different kind of opportunities, mm-hmm. um, you get chance to work with like colleagues all over the world. You can also uh, build your own network within the organization. And uh, in our daily life, we also um, before COVID nineteen, we are also yeah. having a variety of um, programs um, in the office, including like Happy Friday, including um, wellness class um, in the wellness office. Wellness class, yes, like yoga or kids awesome. class. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I, I guess a lot of these people are also looking at a very good balance um, between um, the life and work as well. So what is Happy Friday exactly? Um, we we have um, the Friday sessions with uh, all of the colleagues in the office and then they had, had some um, like casual time fun time together um to like cel- to have celebrations um to enjoy food and also drinks together so really i, I guess for us as people can a culture team is to provide a opportunity for the team members to mingle together and then they can also getting note of each other better yeah i saw the foosball table it's pretty yes. cool <laughs> So fun. We even have um gym uh, in some oh, of our office. Yes. Really? Yes. Does this one have a gym? Can I stop by? No? <laughs> yeah, in Shenzhen. Shenzhen. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of people actually belong in Cluck? Like what do you look for when you're looking to bring on new teammates? I think people who embrace changes, who can still function well in view of ambiguity. Um, who are agile, who are not insisting like my way or the highway. And um, at the same time, people with um, entrepreneurial mindsets, so um, they can really um, believe in our mission uh, in terms of how to empower um, travelers um, to experience, to discover the world. So um, so they can understand what kind of value they are bringing through their work. And at the same time, people who are up for challenge, and are willing to do hard work. Lastly, I think people who are not happy with status quo may suit that as well, because um, they they knows that there is always more to do, uh, more milestones they can achieve, and more impact they can create. It's really great to know that um, many people considering to start their own companies, they don't actually have to start a company to be an entrepreneur. They yeah. can join a company like Cluck and yes. have ownership and be entrepreneur entrepreneurs. I'd Correct. say. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice and tips for those who are interested in joining your company? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess with COVID-19 situation, um, everyone can foresee that there will be a lots of new changes in the industry. We as a global tech company, we are also um, trying to pivot and innovate every second. If you are interested to join us, uh, I think it is also important for you to have that passion and also the hunger um, to be part of this um, transformation.
I will, I will suggest you can, um, show us how you can navigate the ambiguity. Um, tell us, um, the examples, uh, of ownership and agility. And at the same time, tell us your personal dreams so that we can see, uh, how we can support you and also whether you will succeed here. And, um, overall, I think Clock's mission is great. Um, we have, uh, ambitious goals. And at the same time, we are also seeking for like-minded individuals to join us in the future. That's amazing. Um, so moving more into HR tips, recruitment, Yeah. what really sticks out to you during an interview and application? Like what can applicants do to get your attention? <laughs> I guess, um, first of all, um, could be like rule number one, um, it's all about preparation. So before you apply the job, before you come into interview, you really need to understand what kind of company we are, what kind of business that we are in and why you are interested to join because we receive so many applications every day. And, um, and at the same time, uh, we want to see your passion. Of course, um, that you, you are really interested in this industry or, or organization. And at the same time, um, I guess the presentation, uh, will also, uh, catch my attention as well. Cause, uh, somehow how much you have prepared and also can tell your story, share your dreams to me, um, can really t also tell, um, your area of interest as well as like your thought process as well. Do you ever get any applicants who didn't do their research beforehand and they came to the interview and they just didn't know anything about the company? Yes. <laughs> And what percentage do you think they have of getting the job if they don't do their research? <laughs> I would say as an interviewer, as well as my teammates, um, it's very easy to tell if you are not prepared for an interview. Mm. Yeah. So how can people improve their applications aside from preparation? Is there stuff they should include in the CV and a cover letter? Mm. And what are some mistakes that people have made that they can learn from? And what are some things that really stuck out and made applicants succeed? Sure. I guess, of course, like um, every applicant has to do their homework. So before uh, they apply, they need to understand what kind of um, uh, qualities or like experience that the organization is looking for. So that can, they can also reflect the relevancy in their, uh, for example, resume. Mm. And um, at the same time, I would suggest you to um, prepare examples um, in, for your interview so that you can show what kind of uh, real life experience that you have gone through and what is the linkage to the company and what kind of uh, values that you are going to uh, bring to the organization. So um, that's so important. And at the end of the day, of course, you need to be authentic and stay true to yourself. Some of our audience, they're also planning to go into HR roles. Mm. Do you have tips and advice for them based on what you've seen in the industry? Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, I think HR job is a very people oriented job. So you need to prepare yourself that, um, you have to work with, uh, lots of different people or different kind of like personalities, styles. Um, and you, you have to be like very adaptable or adjustable, um, in order to communicate effectively. And other elements of uh, being a HR is I, uh, we, 
we are also work like working like as a consultant. So um like the teammates or, or managers, they always come with like problems or issues uh or want or want to seek your advice. So um I guess uh, people who have um analytical skills and also problem solving skills uh will be very helpful in the job. For those of us who aren't in HR roles that are interested in going to HR mm. roles, for instance, uh, the previous podcast, the guy actually started in finance, big four accounting, yeah. and then transitioned into HR. Yeah. What is, what's an HR role like? Yeah. I, I don't think um, HR necessary to start in a very conventional way. Um, at least myself, I didn't. Um, we also have a very diversified background of uh, colleagues here. Um, I think for HR career now, nowadays, there is like tons of opportunities that you can explore. And um, those roles um, or nature is not necessarily required you to have a very uh, traditional HR background as well. Like uh, people analytics, um, we have also um, staff in uh, employee engagement, uh, all different kinds of um, roles available. So I will really suggest um, individuals who are interested in in this people-oriented job um, to really explore uh, what is um, the opportunities out there. You mentioned yourself you had a non-conventional route yes. into HR. Can you share more on that? Yeah. In my early days, um, I didn't start myself um, as a HR person. So I actually start uh, as a operation role. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and there was a chance given in, I think, back to 20, 2007. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, so I, I started uh, to have a taste of like what HR like. Yeah. Do you have advice for those who maybe are also in operational roles that want to transition? I heard sometimes it's not easy mm. to make the jump. So first off, what made you decide to transition from operations to <laughs> HR? Um, yeah, I, I actually didn't plan for it. So um, I am also very grateful that I was given for such an opportunity. And um, I guess for HR, this is um, uh, the soft skill somehow is uh, even more important. For example, in terms of your interpersonal skills, in terms of your communications, whether you can, as I mentioned, whether you can uh, work with all different kind of peoples, I guess that is something um, important uh, to to the success of the HR role. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I yeah I actually didn't uh, plan for such a jump. <laughs> it's amazing though. Some of the best things are not planned. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's great news for some of our audience who are in roles that they don't want to stay in for long term, that they can make the jump. It's definitely doable and you've made it succeed. So yeah. really cool to hear that. Yeah. Um, so tying into current situations, yeah. how can HR people really engage and connect with employees, especially during COVID-19? I'm sure like uh, for this kind of um, arrangement, like working from home is could be something new to a lot of organization. I think as HR um, professional, um, this is also important to stay in touch with your colleagues. Um, I think as human being, of course, like we still need that connectivity. So um, by understanding um, uh, how is their well-being, um, is there any challenges for them to work from home? Is there any further support that they need? Um, I guess by 
listening more it could help as well and at the same time we have to empower our managers um to stay connected with the team and engage and making sure like um that team members also understand what they are trying to do what they are aiming for how has Cluck prepared to deal with work from home and employees not being in the office so in terms of our staff operation actually our disruption was minimal um oh. yeah so um before covid-19 um uh, we are very used to a cloud environment to work together we have the tools um and technology that enable our uh team to collaborate and also connect very easily and at the same time we are having virtual team set up across different locations so uh so actually, we didn't specifically need to prepare for that, but uh, we naturally are very adaptable to this um, uh, situation. And when we see the like the COVID nineteen was developing uh, from one location to another, we are also prepare ourselves um, to adjust to the work from home arrangement. So the major difference is like the physical space they mm. used to work in office, but now they work from home. Do you have any advice for other companies who are currently transitioning to work from home, um, maybe in Europe or America as well? Mm. As thinking back, we didn't really uh, specifically set up uh, for this arrangement for the COVID-19, but I guess our principle is to really facilitate our visibility and also um allow scalability. So if we are having a very rigid way of working, I, I don't think the company can grow in this kind of size in such a short period of time. We also understand the need of our people. So some people prefer to work at that, some people to prefer uh, working in the breakout area, some people prefer working at home or even in a cafe. So we have the flexibility uh, for our team members. I think having set up is one thing. And at the same time, our manager are playing a very important role uh, to connect with their team members, to engage with them, and also be clear about what kind of goals that we are having on the plate. Another very critical um, learning in such a lesson is about company culture as well. Uh, as I mentioned, we are very uh, have a very strong ownership culture. Um, so people, they understand what to do and also um, they are not sitting here and wait for instruction, right? So um, so we empower our people um, to do and also to make decisions. However, when we look back, if we are not having this kind of culture, so people maybe like they really need to sit here to wait for further instruction or um, they have to go through a lot of layers um, in order to make a decision. Um, I don't think uh, we can perform well under such um, situation. So I guess the biggest takeaways here for other companies is one, flexibility. Yeah being understanding with your employees, with each other. Yeah. Second is really developing the company culture to embrace these changes. Yes, correct. So that you can pivot and you stay agile. Yeah. So company culture is definitely something yeah. that all companies should really focus on. Yeah. Um, how, are you, how are you coping personally with COVID-19? I guess the routine helps. Um, I try to plan out the schedule for the day and see uh, anything I really need to uh, prioritize. And at the same time, I try to um, set some proper 
uh, break time for myself as well. I guess um, under the COVID-19 situation, especially for HR, there is a lot of uncertainty that we need to deal with every day. And um, we also need to be mindful of our own stress level because uh, it's very easy to get burned out that uh, basically we work 24 hours a day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I I also set proper break time, including, for example, lunch break, um, for for myself and my families. You mentioned your family. Yeah. Um, you have children at home. Yes, two. Two. Oh wow. <laughs> how how does that come into play with COVID nineteen? How do you make sure? I mean, you see like the news reporters with the kids coming into the <laughs> yes. screen. How how do you manage? Yeah. Um. I don't paint a very rosy picture to be honest i i do think this is tough mm -hmm. uh especially for kids in hong kong as you know like they 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 don't need to go to school for a period <laughs> of time so it's important to find ways that they can burn their energy uh, <laughs> even they're locked at home so that's tough at the same time i think um we as a working mom also need to be understandable like they are just kids so of course they want to get your attention they want you to stay with them um sometimes i will bring them along with my course <laughs> ah. yeah and um and for my elder one i even will share with him uh, what i'm working on so mm -hmm. um he can have a better understanding oh uh, that is something actually very important for the company <laughs> etc yeah so um yeah that's the way I, i'm still like trying like all different kinds of ways that i can have a uh, good balance. How do you, what are some ways that you get them to get rid of their energy at home? <laughs> That's so funny. I think at the very beginning of the um, situation, of the outbreak situation, uh, we have a brainstorming session <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so we map out on the wall, like what kind of activities apart from um, playing electronics, like at no <laughs> screen time. So what else we can do? So uh, we list out maybe more than 30 activities. And then this okay. is our like um, agreement <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we can have all these kind of uh, options. Um, yeah, so they can, um, they can also like, yeah, enjoy uh, the time at home. Do you have any other advice or tips for other working mothers dealing with this balance at home yes. with the children and everything? Yeah, um, I would suggest to really uh, make time for yourself. Sometimes we do have um, parental guilt. I'm not sure whether you understand this term. <laughs> <laughs> You're yet to be a parent, I believe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, sometimes we are having that parental guilt that uh, when we ha uh, have time on our own, um, we feel guilty. So, um, uh, however, I guess uh, making quality time for yourself, taking good care of yourself is actually going to benefit um, your children or mm -hmm. even uh, your partner, um, people surrounding you. So uh, I guess um, like really um, do something that you like, uh, go out for a run, um, pamper yourself with a massage or even have a dinner with your friends. That's totally fine. You deserve it. Speaking about work-life balance, how yes. do you maintain this balance even before COVID-19? Yeah, I, I can't say uh, I am doing a super good job. <laughs> I'm still learning. And um, I guess uh, with nowadays technology, actually work and life is very hard to like segregate. Um, so we are looking for more as like work-life harmony as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, 
at the end of the day, it's all about, about planning of your time, your schedule. At the same time, you need to plan time for yourself as well. Um, no matter if it's reading time, your like exercise, workout time. Um, uh, I think that is uh, a good way that you can also de-stress um, a bit. I guess Cluck really helps with that, with the mindfulness and the yoga and the yes. happy hours. I think that's great. My last question for you is how can people connect with you and with Cluck to learn more about everything going on? Yeah, sure. Um, our global career sites always um, display uh, what is the opportunities that are available and also uh, any company updates. Um, so please check out uh, clockcareers.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you.